in the bullpen today. He's back, Mr. Andrew Donaldson. And it is commentator Young Voices, but we're gonna talk today about Ron DeSantis, DeSantis of, of the state of Florida, Governor of Florida. He has been, let's just say, dipping in the polls. All right, Mr. Donaldson, good day, welcome. Good to be back with you, sir. Wonderful to talk again. Same here, brother. Okay, uh, I'm not a Republican, but I assumed that given the supposed popularity of regressive policies, the racism touted from his political position and his fascination with being anti-woke, that he would be doing much better in the Republican Party. Tell me what's happening. Well, you're a legal student. Let's work on the proffer of what Ron DeSantis as a candidate is supposed to be in this election. The premise is okay. he's going to be the alternative to Donald Trump. And he's been pitching himself both as less of Donald Trump to some of the more moderate folks and more of Donald Trump to some of the more ultra MAGA folks. The problem is now we're starting to get some data that neither one of those sets are really buying it. And more than that, I haven't seen a lot of evidence in the polls or otherwise that the folks that are the base of the Republican Party that's still on Donald Trump want an alternate at all. You look at all the early polling, the national polling is what it is. That's gonna be all over the place until we get into August and September mm -hmm. and the meat of this campaign. If you look at those four early states that really matter, Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, South Carolina, even some Florida polling came out this morning. He's significantly behind and they're not really moving. This race is really static. That's not boding well for him, his plan, what he's pitching. I think the premise of this whole thing may just be off that maybe they don't really want an alternative when the alternative is facing him and on the other side of the ticket. You know, that is interesting you say that because you have two individuals who are kind of running counter to Trump in specific but different ways. Ron DeSantis is running a, hey, I'm, I'm better than Trump here, I'm stronger than Trump there without saying the name Donald Trump. Political action committees do have commercials that have been uh, quite entertaining, ripping up both of these individuals directly. Then you have the New Jersey guy. You have uh, uh, you have our, uh, the former governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie, basically saying, "I'm just anti-Trump." Period. And every speech is just anti-Trump. Both of them combined are still beneath the popularity of Trump in the latest poll. One of the dynamics that struck me was that DeSantis is literally losing support. I assumed he would maintain it, he's losing support. So let me give you an example. He was at 19% nationwide, and I know nationwide is all over the place, and so you're correct on that. But it gives you a sentiment of popularity. Then he drops 16%, and some polls, recent polling data per state, they have him even below that. Where a third, a number three is now starting to become number two. So, do you believe that there's an appetite inside of the Republican Party to elect anyone but Trump? And I offer this question in this context Trump gained more votes or more popularity in the Republican Party based on these surveys after the two indictments, not before. What right. say you? I think it's a fair point because it's always, well, what would ever change anybody's in mind? Let's step back a little big picture here. One of my questions going into this primary when I kind of just started looking at a big picture is, it's kind of like the old fire triangle, right? You need fuel, you need ignition, and you need oxygen. 
problem with Trump and trying to run against Trump against the base is there's only so much oxygen and he sucks it all up constantly in multitudes of ways. So he's already got multiple indictments. He may be having more coming. We don't know what's gonna happen in Georgia or with the DC cases and these other things. Is there anything coming down the pike that's really going to change those Fifth Avenue folks we've been joking about for the last few years? Is there anything coming down the pike that's going to change those? Remember, these are primaries. You get around 30%, you're probably going to win a wide primary with multiple candidates. That's how he won them the first time. He's doing great in places like Iowa, which he didn't win in 2016. I just wonder, not policy-wise, because that's not why people like Trump anyway. Not just political wise, which isn't one of the big reasons people like Trump anyway. The ideology and the cult of personality and that stuff, I just don't know that there's enough oxygen in this race for anybody else to get close to him. And I don't think that's changed since I first started thinking about it. And I think we're seeing that in that polling you just mentioned. Let me highlight something Mr. Donaldson just said that I completely concur with and it was your 30% number. Based on the number of people running now, if Donald Trump gets between 22, 26% in virtually all races, right, all states, he wins the nomination. He did something very similar to last time. And it's because it's a plurality. Mm -hmm. And when you have a plurality, 50% plus one no longer applies. You simply have to hold a significant base in every state you campaign in. And if you hold a significant base and you're consistent with with that significant base and everybody else is splitting the same base, or you become the victor. But What it also says on the other side of that, Mr. Donaldson, is that the vast majority of Republicans are actually not for Trump. Because Trump has never won the vast majority of Republican voters in any state in a Republican primary to date. He has always been in the minority when you calculate the number of votes that went to Trump and the number of votes that went to the aggregate total on the other side of him, his political opponents. What say you to that sentiment that literally most Republicans would prefer another candidate based on all voting in the Republican primary since he started. But he becomes the most exciting candidate in that minority of voters in the Republican Party that support him. Yep, and we've already seen this, we got book on it. That's what happened in 2016, that's exactly what happened. And we forget too, and I think even Trump's most diehard supporters, I don't think they really understood what Trump was. There was a confluence of events that allowed him to come to national prominence, whatever else you think. Hillary Clinton had a lot of unpopularity. There was a lot of well-known there, he was an unknown. So people, hey, you heard it too. Hey, let's just take a shot on him, let's try it. Let's see, there was some of that stuff. Now you got years and years and baggage on top of it. He's less popular widely and more popular with that. Once again, to use the term, because it's still one of the great things that's ever happened in politics to explain something, the shoot people on Fifth Avenue folks. They're just gotten more and more diehard. Every indictment just calcifies what they already thought. Every attack calcifies. They're not going away and they're not changing in that little group of 25 to 30 to 35%, whatever number you want to use. They don't ever change. The problem is they don't realize there's never going to be another set of events that's going to get them another 10% or 12% or 13% that you need to win a wider election. So you're really in this death loop with this GOP primary now where they're going to probably nominate Donald Trump and he has no chance of winning a general election just on math. You know, I hope you're right. Um, I don't know if you're right on that. I don't know if he has no chance, but damn, I hope you're right. Let me ask you this question, okay? What are your what are your thoughts about the RNC? <laughs> it's a mess, but <laughs> here, here this this all goes together what we're just talking about with Donald Trump though. He the RNC did not want Donald Trump and then tried to co-op Donald Trump and then got steamrolled by Donald Trump and then everybody wonders why doesn't the RNC do anything about Donald Trump? 
Well, that's not how that works. They kind of got exposed a little bit that they didn't have control of their party because you got Donald Trump as their standard bearer for the last few years. And they haven't done anything other than try to placate Donald Trump voters, which means you don't do anything about Donald Trump themselves. So it's just kind of been the status quo that they're this second fiddle to whatever Donald Trump's doing. That's not a fixable problem. Uh, Trump's not gonna go away anytime soon. We'll see what happens after this election. They don't have any credibility with the Trump folks, with their own voters, with the country, with the other party. I don't know, this may be a generational problem for the RNC where, and I think, and to be fair, I think the Democrats are gonna have some of this problem too after Biden because he was such an establishment candidate. I think it's gonna be biggest personality trumps the political parties for the near future. I don't think that's good for anybody's politics. I don't think it's good for anybody, but I think that's kind of gonna be the season we're in for the foreseeable future. I agree with you on both sides. I think it's going to be an issue coming up with the Democratic Party. I think we've already seen it inside of the Democratic Party with the Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton dynamic. Yeah. And I think it's going to become even more pronounced in the future. But right now the Republicans have an issue inside of their political outfit called the RNC. The yep. RNC and the DNC made a significant mistake when they started to become the de facto surrogate of whoever the president was in that particular party. Because that now has eliminated your ability to actually hold someone accountable to a standard, a value standard that has been selected by the committee of that particular group. But at the end of the day, the RNC still by law retains the right to say no to a Donald Trump nominee or nomination. If Donald Trump does not receive the delegates he needs to overcome that particular threshold, you have yourself a brokered convention. Yep. And a brokered convention, they can say no to Donald Trump and yes to how their brokerage goes down or how their brokered deal goes down. That is probably going to be a disaster inside of the park, but mm -hmm. a needed one. What say you to that? If it would ever actually happen, yeah, but I don't think you have enough people in an RNC to know how to do the mechanics mm -hmm. of an actual brokered convention anymore. Like we've seen, you know, it's probably been 70, 80 years since we've actually yeah. seen real wheeling and dealing on the floor. You need to take what you just said, sir, and go one step further, though. Because what really happened, we're seeing this with DeSantis's super PAC because they're spending so much money and they're going around where they're doing the direct door knocking and stuff through the super PAC. They're already talking about spending $200 million just in Iowa alone, it's mind boggling. The problem the RNC and the DNC have now is they used to have the money, which means you had the power. Let's all be adults here. Now they don't have control over the streams of money anymore, which means they no longer have control over the streams of power. I don't have an answer how you fix that. But yeah. until you do, that's going to be the divergent point on how much power they got. Because if they don't have the money, they don't get to pick the candidate. It's just that simple. I'm gonna tell you how you fix it, dear brother. You get people in positions who are real leaders. That's it. That's how you fix it. Not a lot of those around though. Not a lot of those around anymore. You're absolutely correct. Always a pleasure having you on the show. You're a straight shoot. I respect you significantly. Thank you for all that you do, man. All right? Anytime, sir.